1: more
2: sci-fi than fantasy that does
1: sound sci-fi but no no dave dave bulmer of of demon tomato dave on youtube hello no dave bulmer of (laughs) serious Disney on the podcasts this is a a weird way to address a person Fantasy, we're doing (laughs)
2: behaving really strangely man Normally, you just say, you, I mean, you, you wouldn't even normally say my name. You would just say no and then move straight on. But instead, I'm getting like a whole life history here. This is weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm just about to produce a red book.
1: Dave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> da,
1: da, da, da. This, this is your internet footprint. <laughs> imagine that in a few years yeah, well. oh my goodness yeah. and the that's, thing a, is, that's a black mirror waiting to happen yeah
2: because the, instead of going like oh my word like the guest would just sort of scream and run away and try to stop them <laughs> here are the you, posts it's... you made on an obscure email list 25 years
1: ago like, oh no here's your third facebook post <laughs> all capitals is bored raw <laughs>
0: So, as so Matt we're doing... said, we're doing fantasy this week.
1: Yes, we are doing fantasy this week. Joining us, um, uh, not...
0: once again, Dave Bulmer. Hello. Well, uh, Get Me Off This Space Horse is given to us by Connor Lavelle on Facebook. Thank you, Connor, for that title. And yes, we'll move on to some honourable phantom mentions.
1: Don't. The phantom mentions of the opera. right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so from Alex, not for work keen. We've been given the horde in the home. The
1: Ooh. horde, as in H O
0: R D E. Yes, but there's also oh. an alternative title that he's given us, where it's H O A R D.
1: Well, this oh. is it, isn't it? Because if it's the, mm. a, a, an orcish horde, then it could exactly. be uh, it, like the day the tigers came to tea, except it's a load of orcs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, or, or you've got the uh, a horde like a, a like an episode of Hoarders, except it's a dragon.
2: <laughs> Not necessarily. There's
1: the, it, I mean, look at I mean,
2: <laughs> Hoarders hasn't got a dragon in it. The word horde doesn't mean it's a dragon, so that might just be that. Like you know, it could be a dwarven horde, and they're just hoarders. So they've got a uh, what do dwarves live in? Like a a cave? I don't know. Well, uh, <laughs> like a, a mines, underground city type. Full right? of rubbish. They've got stacks of mithril that they've been meaning to sort through. <laughs> not get to it. That's in the spare room. That's all over the spare bed. Yeah. Mum mm. and dad put can't in... come over and stay because it's covered in mithril. Uh, endless <laughs> endless shoeboxes filled with mithril. Yep. <laughs> they got there's they've got loads of like Asda bags for life full of mithril and they can't be bothered looking through them. You know, now and then they were where do they put that pair of gloves I was carrying home that day? It'll be in me Asda bag for life, but there's so many of them around the place. And, you know, meanwhile, husband dwarf is going, I don't know why we have to have any answer bags for life just lying about the place. I think, really, we should look through them all. <laughs> and, and everybody agrees with him, but
1: when? You know, you can't get around to it. But... <laughs> so do you think this is a, uh, some kind of, like, hoarder's fantasy edition? Mm. It's
0: Honestly, hosted by yes. a dragon who's secretly out <laughs> to get all the...
1: Oh, that's a good idea.
0: All the yes. jewels and stuff.
1: <laughs> oh. So does that hang on, does, does that mean it's hosted? So are we following the filming of yeah. <laughs> of a kind of of the, these like documentary series where a dragon goes from house to house and each and every time we see a slight behind the scenes thing where what? you see the as as they start to leave you can see the place on fire as the I dragon think. like clutches a load of stuff to his chest.
0: I think it's a retrospective documentary about the dragon himself, so that the dragon has an addiction problem to gold. Yeah, okay, okay. and he's the the
1: dragon. Let's oh, let's oh, say oh, let's let's right. call him Stephen Robert Merchant.
0: Dragon Junior.
1: It's no, played it's, by it's Stephen Merchant. It's Stephen Merchant, right? Do you know why? Mm. Because why? it's going to be a whole thing where we open on a shot. Of um, a, like a therapist talking to Stephen Merchant as as a dragon, right? Mm. And it's going to be like, we really think you might benefit from uh, an intervention about ho- like f- for hoarders. I really think that you might benefit from uh, an intervention f- about like kind of making sure that you know hoarders don't hoard anymore. And and he's like, Alright, that sounds great. I'll start filming this, I'll start filming next week. And then he he doesn't realise that he's the hoarder and he starts making this show all about <laughs> all about hoarders going to other people's hoards and taking them with him.
2: <laughs> so what if then what I feel as if that the way to move this story on and, and give yeah. it an arc is that first he goes to an orc hoards, you know, whatever they live in. I, mm. I'm imagining some kind of crater in the earth. Yeah. Um, yeah, he goes to a dwarven hordes mine. But then the twist is he ends up going to a horde of Marie Condos's place, right? <laughs> and okay. and and what's going on there is there's all these Marie Condos that have been going out sorting out other people's like other hoarders' houses. They've been, yeah. you know, teaching them how to tidy, but of course, secretly they've been squirreling away all the stuff that they've been convincing them to throw out cuz they're hoarders oh, as well. Yeah. And oh no. This, They've got this underground hive. I don't know why Marie Kondo's live in an underground hive, but it's
0: fantasy because it's... hives spark joy. That's why,
1: right? And and, it's... and of course, also the, they're putting there. It's like if you tessellate socks well enough, they start to form a kind of honeycomb structure.
2: <laughs> really, I didn't know that. And there, and so they they end up. You know, because they do, ha- it's not It's not a, a big trick. They do want to help people tidy up. But the, the Marie Kondo secret is that there's nowhere to, to, get, to get rid of all the stuff. So she just, you know, to be nice, takes it home. And they all yeah. do that. So they've got this huge horde of other people's stuff. And the dragon, he's always interested in this. And they end up, first of all, getting excited about each other's hordes. But then yeah. they end up teaching each other how not to be hoarders all along. <laughs> well, that's no. Nice. I suppose the dragon wouldn't have much to say about that. Wouldn't so have, I guess well, the
1: yeah, wouldn't wouldn't help Marie
2: Kondo much. No, no um, I guess they help each other. Maybe they're. Maybe that's what it is. All the different Marie Kondos are always tidying up each other's hexagons.
1: <laughs> in or, the, or maybe, in the hive. yeah, that's it. And they're always taking stuff from each other. And it's all so, everything like, just oh, moves around these... one place. <laughs> Yeah, it's clear that this rubbish isn't sparking any joy in you, so I'll
2: take it <laughs> with of, me. All of the stuff keeps sliding around one place when a Marie Kondo tides up another one, but then there's this <laughs> one like there's this one empty hexagon and <laughs> and it always just slides around one place with one empty hexagon at all times. <laughs> and then and then when it's not in use, there's a sort of a curly and sign plastic thing that goes in the, the free hexagon. Sorry, that was a reference to little puzzles you used to be able to get when I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) so i can't really take that joke all the way through uh, the point where any other person could understand it so let's ignore that part well i'm
0: just thinking i'm just been thinking my next D &D character is going to be a uh, level 12 rogue marie
2: Kondo. (laughs) (laughs) yeah because
1: she's really good at at pickpocketing because she just tidies up people's pockets (laughs) i feel i feel like like we missed a trick when uh, and of course, Marie of Kondo
2: is exceptionally skilled at stabbing people from behind for extra points. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Matt, Walter. Well, I mean, we missed the trick when we didn't call this hive the Marie Kondo. <laughs> yes, yes! That's what they live in. The
2: condo of the Maries. A Marie Kondo, yes. I,
0: I just like the idea of, at the end of this, it's Marie Kondo fighting a dragon <laughs> with, with okay. a shield made of socks and a. And a <laughs> and a sword made of, of pure joy of pure joy yeah <laughs> it keeps sparking yeah <laughs> it was hit by okay. lightning by a so lightning of, bolt of joy
1: it sort of goes along the lines of it, it's sort of an edgar wright uh scott pilgrim style uh this one yeah I, I think that's that's uh that's a pretty good pitch
0: right there for yeah. uh, for a film yeah Let's make uh, it. Wow, we
2: did that really competently, didn't we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from Liam McGrath, we've got Ork and Pork.
2: Oh, my goodness. Pork and Pork. All right. Um, so is this, I mean, is this an ill-fated reboot of Mork and Mindy, but with <laughs> not Robin Williams and a pig? LAUGHTER <laughs>
0: Could be. I hope, I hope not. Robin Williams gets
1: the Oscar this year for Best Supporting Actor. Could be um, that, um, that uh, not Robin Williams uh, <laughs> has to go out. He's, which he's is gonna,
2: the porn version of Robin Williams?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has to go go out and um, uh, basically, he's, there's, a, there's a butchery competition to get the best the, the, the best meat to the show. Will be granted access to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to you get to get into the Dark Lord's uh service if you uh if you if you present him with a big slabber hunking on. I old don't see meat. how
2: that's gonna work, Matt. One does not simply pork into Mordor. Um
1: so so <laughs> Um, yeah, he's got to go on a a magical fantasy adventure on his way to try and to get to the biggest pig to try and kill the biggest pig.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hang on a minute. So if I thought Mordor was overrun with orcs, have they all gone through some kind of big competition?
1: (laughs) I think think it's like the main, the main bit. The important. <laughs> yes, no, oh, they, right. they have. No, they run this competition every week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's like the lottery or something, and the, only the yeah. winners get it. Well, yeah. where are the rest of the orcs? Are they just off living normally? Hanging life? out. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, look,
1: riding around on wolves. One of them's uh, chasing a dwarf. Yeah. Uh, you know.
2: Yeah, and the dwarf's like, you know, fell beast of Mordor. And they're like, <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just one of the normal ones. I'm from Huckleberry.
1: <laughs> just a regular fell beast, Mister Oak and Shield. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get in. So, um, uh, yes. Uh, so he's got to he's to find the biggest pig. And uh... yeah, because the
2: competition, is, the competition is always something that the Dark Lord would want there to be in a horrible place like Mordor. So, like, yeah. loads of meat. You know, like proper, like hanging meat. Not cooked, not, not just butchered, right? Yeah, like, yeah, That sort of thing. There was a previous year, one orc got in for having the most fire. He just set a big <laughs> fire on fire, and they were like, yeah, we like that in Mordor. Um, Lots of soil.
1: Someone brought soil once. and yeah, just spikes. smeared it over people's faces. Spikes was one,
2: um, yeah. like really spiky stuff. And one year, uh, they have a load of, they like, you know, bones in Mordor. So one year, they just let somebody in because they had the most bones. <laughs> <laughs> Just had the most.
0: <laughs> Didn't go they well just for the him. Most. <laughs> Didn't it's, go well for him. It's an X Factor style panel. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Saruman, judges.
1: Sauron, <laughs> I
2: don't Smaug, S- and yeah.
1: Smaug. Why not? But they've got.
2: But they've got. Their, they start off with their backs to them, and after they perform for a bit, if they like them, the chair <laughs> turns around, and it's like this giant flaming eyeball. <laughs> <popping them laughs> <in the chair. laughs> <laughs> and they have to see if they can keep performing under that pressure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's Saruman, Sauron, Smaug, and Piers Morgan. All... <laughs> oh, all oh, no! Sarah. <laughs> Piers, Piers Morgan. Morgan
1: with his giant glowing eyes. <laughs> P- P- Piers Gorgon. Um, he's, <laughs> he'll tell you a stone. Um, yeah. And so um, he, like, yeah, so not robin williams so we still haven't actually cast someone in this role no <laughs> has, we have it's it's not robin williams <laughs> he's looking around all over the place trying to figure out where am i gonna find the biggest pig and he asks <laughs> all over the place you know he like uh goes into one of those little hobbit towns and he's like picking up someone by the scruff of their neck and they, he's like where's the biggest pig where is it <laughs> 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 and uh they're like well i mean we've got some small pigs here but mm-hmm. if you want the biggest pig it's on the top of this mountain it's the flying pig of erizod <laughs> <laughs> and it's this giant like enormous you you see like we, we cut away to like uh you know he's telling this story of a giant golden pig with wings that, that mm. lights itself above the clouds on the tallest mountain. And he's like, ah, how the hell am I going to get that? Seems a bit much to ask to get into, to get into Mordor, <laughs> where things are demonstrably worse. Yeah,
2: and this, big, and this big, like, you really don't want to try and get this big. It's not only is it up a mountain, it's dropping missiles. There's, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't know, there's, there's spikes everywhere. The Orc doesn't really mind that. He's used to spikes, but these are yeah, really yeah. spiky.
1: And it's. And, like, and importantly. Things dropping
2: and, missiles.
1: And importantly, yeah. it's really good and brings good fortune. And if you were to try and take <laughs> butcher it and take it back to Mordor, it's going to mm. really. You're, you're going to really have a tough time because it doesn't want to go. No. It's, mm. it's fully sentient. This, and it's played by, um, uh, let's say, Alan Tudjik. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know he's just he's just like well, uh,
0: I, I think I think the orc convinces this pig to go to Mordor with him.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> oh, that oh, they become I'm... pals. Yeah, so so the pig's so nice. If, if you've gone through the whole, there's a whole trial of getting up this mountain, right? All sorts mm-hmm. of dangers you got to face, and all sorts of like trials of whether or not you're worthy and stuff like that. that including he just, like... the
2: trial, including the trial of uh, the the really nice pig dropping bombs on you. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> like yeah. Actual modern day military missiles. Yeah, he just that get them fired out from this. It's pig. just when he's yeah. it's just when he's having a flap
1: around. He does does a big poo and it just drops in the form of missiles. Yeah. <laughs> so so he's yeah, and then, and this and this pig's like uh you know well i so he get, goes through all these trials and the pig's like he's so impressed with him for getting up the mountain despite the bombs that um that he's like well it's the least i can do is go to go to mordor with you uh to, to help you win this what did you say what a prize <laughs> and he's like. It just just,
0: just <laughs> acceptance to Mordor, I think. It's a big party. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no.
1: I, I'm saying that the, the pig's asking him. All oh, right. Like, what did you say it was? Some sort of a competition? Yeah, I can help you win that. No problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, no, it's just. It's competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. As they travel along, they, they, they come across all sorts of hardships, very much sort of like Sam and Frodo style. Mm, and,
2: yeah. um, uh, Although they, they, not the, too hard because most of the time the pig just flies above the problem. <laughs> <yeah, style>. yeah.
1: <laughs> the pig's solving all the problems, right? Yeah. And on yeah, the yeah. way, on the way, not Robin Williams is figuring out, ah, oh, maybe I don't need to be in Mordor if I've got a pig friend. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm all out
2: right, yeah. right here.
0: And that, and 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 right at right right at that time, he gets bullied by other orc friends (laughs) into actually doing it. So he takes to Mordor to be uh, judged by Sauron, Saruman, Smaug, and Piers Gorgon. And the
1: last thing he needs uh, to do is butcher butcher this pig up, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they they take the pig away to be butchered. He's like, oh, what have I done? What have I done? So he has to hatch a plan using. Missiles that have <laughs> that have not gone off to yeah. To blow his way through and, and uh, through mordor
1: importantly he he brings he grabs the pig as it's tied down to this this trolley and about to cut it up on right and and just as Piers Gorgon turns round, he remember the pig is golden, he slides hmm. the pig along and uh, and and its shimmering shiny hide reflects into the eyes of all three judges or all, all four judges and and uh-huh. turns them all to stone, and uh that's where we get. The um uh the the J.R.R. Tolkien book the 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 pig battalion. Yeah, um, I guess. <laughs> that's where, yeah, that's where that comes from. Yeah, that's how. That's when. It, why you wrote that? I
2: mean, uh, when you're at the point of saying that, you might as well say, that's where we get the J.R.R. Tolkien book." There was a pig. It's nothing like the name of a J.R.R. Tolkien book. in
0: Korea. In Korea, they call it Orkya. <laughs>
1: uh, you might have to oh, walk through that Net- yeah. Netflix Netflix uh, uh, Korean movie deep cut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Been sitting on that one for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it all right so those were all our honorable mentions uh thank you everyone for getting in touch this week on facebook and twitter you can find us on facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and twitter at life's a pitch show if you haven't already to give us titles every week and just keep up to date with what we're doing all right, so shall we get on with our main pitch this week? From Connell Lavelle, we've got Get Me Off This Space Horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: okay, so I think this is like... um, This is a fantasy story in the sense that there's someone who there's some problem with their life, you know, they're annoyed about their job or whatever, and then they, they happen to come into the possession of a space horse, which they yeah. you know are able to ride through space, giddy up and all that through mm. space, except it's like, why would you want to do that? So that's what they're. It's a metaphor with. for
1: escapism in a way,
2: if you like. Yes, but the problem is that they've got this horse, they're riding it through space. There is no. That's terrifying. Don't you don't want to like You wouldn't want to do that if you had that ability. And so this guy, he needs to land the space horse on a planet, but it won't. And when he does, when he finally gets to, he, he, all the way through space, he learns to steer it, or she learns to steer it, and then th- finally they steer this horse towards a planet, and of course you land on the planet, the horse just keeps running over the planet. <laughs> it's really hard
1: to get off this space horse. <laughs> and then takes off again. Yeah. The, yeah. Alright, I think I've got an idea. Okay. I think it's this is gonna be it. What, what if this is a metaphor for addiction? Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like a white space horse, like drugs, or like... It's, like, it's like an alcoholism, right? Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> so yeah, is this still on. Dave's idea? Yeah, no,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah
1: well,
2: um, I, the problem with my idea is that it more or less was complete. <laughs> yeah. I t- t- ten seconds to explain.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm, thing- I'm thinking it's, it's like Anne Hathaway, right? Like, you know... She's, she's partying around, like, she doesn't colossal.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, she's get, getting drunk every night and sort of just, uh, in general, not paying attention to her, like, life commitments. Uh-huh. And then, like, one of the big problems in her life turns up, yet to be determined, um, and she, like, tries to avoid it, right? She, she sees someone in the street, she doesn't want to confront, and she... Get, goes off the beaten path. Well,
2: the problem that the main problem that she has in her life needs to be thematically resonant against the concept of flying through space on a horse. It needs to be the, <laughs> whatever the opposite of that is.
1: Um, I'd say it's, it's like an escape thing, right? So yes. it's it's a um, a job, a promotion. Like it's a boss who wants to to like to sort of like tie her down to this job mm, that right. she thinks she's going to be doing forever.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> She's uh, typing. That's that's what her job
1: is. She's just what? typing.
2: Just typing.
1: I mean, we need we need we need a, a job for her like that is because the reason I thought of this promotion thing right was because I was thinking about like something like Brazil where like a promotion is the the worst thing that could possibly happen to him. Like becoming more part of the machine is, but is, is he doesn't mm. want to do it. He wants to be free. He's got all these dreams of of, of growing wings and being a, an adventurer and stuff.
0: She works for an oil company that kills seals, <laughs> like that actively goes out and kills seals. All oh, right, it's
2: not just a, a side effect of the thing that they do. They, <laughs> no, no, that no is because what that company does because these seals.
0: seals have been in an endless battle with the oil rigs. <laughs> All right. It's a fantasy movie.
1: <laughs> and... Sure, but, but here's the thing, Tom. We watched Hook a few months ago. Yeah. And um, uh, you remember when we watched Hook? Mm. Remember the part of the film that was fantasy?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It wasn't the bit where he, where he was, was being late for his son's baseball game, was it?
0: <laughs> well, you see, that's where they went wrong in Hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should have all been fantasy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I forgot. It is fantasy to believe that Robin Williams wouldn't w- would be late to a to, to someone's baseball game. Yeah. He's, he's he's perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So I suppose so. <laughs> so um... yeah.
0: Like these. Like so. She's been promoted to head of. Seal killings.
1: Head of covering it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Head of covering it up, and it's it's her moral <laughs> thing. That's like official uh... job title. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to get uh, this promotion because I feel really bad about killing the oh, seals
1: oh, and covering. it up. She's going to be promoted, right? She, she's been slated for promotion. Mm. She knows that if there's a whole bit, of, a bit. Of, um, Discussion at the start, which is like, if you get promoted, you're going to have to sign a non-disclosure non-discl- agreement, right? Mm. Because you're going to be head of covering it up. Your job <laughs> <isn't> to, <laughs> is, to tell, is to not tell people, not to tell people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I want to walk into so, an office one day and see that on someone's <laughs> office
2: door, like. I I feel as if we're missing a trick here. I don't think it should be seals. I think it should be horses. They're killing horses. Okay, it's a glue.
1: It's a glue company. Yes. So there's this this triumphant moment where
2: she, (laughs) where she's like, among the horses, and she just like jumps on one, and it turns out to be the space horse which had come to (laughs) Earth to save the horses. But because she did it, she the, the space horse is like, well, I've got to take you back to my people, the space horses you know to show them how cool you are
1: and so off goes the space horse imagine this right these horses obviously aren't going to like her very much she works for a company that's going to take their their hooves and make glue out of them right yeah Mm. so she's on the path to to the to the to the work job zone that's surrounded by horse fields and stuff yeah um she sees her boss on the way down towards her She hops over a fence to try and avoid him because she doesn't want to get this job. She doesn't want to be given the promotion. Yeah, and because she she
2: works with horses so much, it's second nature to her to jump over a gate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she jumps over a gate. (laughs) And she realizes she's in the middle of a horse uh, field and she's like, and these horses are sort of rounding on her, right? Next like, they're when, sort of like, uh, When does she realise she's in you? the middle of a horse field? Is it, is it she looks around
0: and sees a load of horses surrounding Listen, her.
1: I imagine she, it was like a hedgerow. She didn't know what was over the other side of this fence. Whatever. Shut up. You never know. Um, you never know what's the, on the other side of a hedgerow. So, um, <laughs> she, uh, she, she does this she she's, like, running away from the horses who are, like, advancing on her because mm. she's scared of them because she's got all these images of, like dead horses in, in in her mind
2: yeah and especially because one of them <laughs> this really freaks her out its skin appears to be made of the universe and it has a kind of white, <laughs> white fire mane flowing <laughs> and it's, in and it's well, voiced thinking, by sean I'm thinking, connery
1: i'm thinking she she backs away from <laughs> on horses, my back slips falls down like a, a valley like a ravine type thing oh no. and at the bottom is where the space horse is what just, and she like, around reach, there, just like reaches she just, up towards yeah pretty much yeah She's like at the bottom of this ravine. She's like reaches up towards it and then grabs onto it to try and get herself back up. Mm. And suddenly, zoom! Like it just Flies blasts off into stars. space.
0: Where, where Sean Connery, the space horse, explains to her in a in a twenty minute exposition dump
1: <laughs> what's happening. I don't like, think. I don't think. Here's the thing. I don't think that this space horse is a force of nature. Like, I'm the, 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 space like horse. the wardrobe in Narnia, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not important. Voiced by Sean Mitchell Connery.
2: So in that case then maybe Get in me, children. Well, maybe the maybe the space horse is a force of nature in the way that wouldn't usually be voiced by Sean Connery. But such a powerful force of nature is it that its aura is voiced by Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> the horse Sean isn't explaining what the horse is thinking. The horse is just doing its own thing. But it's they're a, just also Sean Connery is a voice. magic
1: saddle. The, uh,
2: yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, which has eyes.
1: Yeah, it's got um, it's got two sure two eyeballs bulging battle. out of the saddlebags. Yeah, yeah. And then his tongue is the little blah 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 like blah, blah, blah at the end of the saddle. <laughs> yeah, it just opens up talking blah
2: blah at the end.
1: Like you know the end of the saddle where it meets the bottom end of the saddle. I think, and I, think I
0: know together. what you mean. Yeah, like the
1: Pringle bit. The pring The pr- that looks like a Pringle.
0: Okay, yeah, so, so the saddle is, is <laughs> telling you, her... How
2: are you talking? With my Pringle bit.
1: <laughs> oh, with my Pringle bit.
2: <laughs> my Pringle bit,
1: yes. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> looks like you're flying along with... Looks like you're along for the ride. <laughs> uh, and so she, Anne Hathaway is, like, uh, obviously terrified, mm. right?
0: You don't want to make the space horse mad.
1: <laughs> I've got this image of the space horse being such a force of nature that it might actually destroy civilizations. Well, if
2: it if it flies too fast into a planet, it'll just it'll be the equivalent of a meteor hitting or something.
1: Yeah, it's... and it can't be stopped. Like nobody knows yeah. how to stop it.
2: No, it's um, never she's... stopped. No, it has stopped once briefly on Earth a minute ago. But,
1: but, but apart from that, it's never stopped. <laughs> but she's she's not in control of that. That's that's the important no. part, right? No, she's not in control of it. It so only like,
0: ever stops safely on planets which have horses on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it, it comes to rest. So so first thing she notices, is it, it's just like she has this talk with Sean Connery. She's riding across the galaxy, riding through the universe... And then kaboom! She like the horse rides through the center of a planet, just yeah. smashing apart. She sees entire Ooh. civilizations fall as she's smashed through the core of this planet and back out the other <laughs> side.
2: That sounds really cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and all uh, the while she's screaming, <laughs> "Get me off this space horse!" It's <laughs> my best uh, and Anne so, halfway
1: impression. That was very good. And so she's, and, and Anne Hathaway is like, she's crying, like, she's, yeah. she's seeing all this death and this devastation. She's like, I don't know what my life is. I don't know what this is, but I just need to be off this. And the horse comes to a safe landing mm. on a planet. Yeah. And she's like, This isn't, this is certainly not Earth, mm. a mysterious alien planet.
0: Well, she, she walks I, into a cantina <laughs> where she's trying to get passage back home because she's like i'm sick of this space horse she and she's she's no. trying she's trying to go she's trying to go for, for like pilot to pilot at this bar and all the while this space horse is following her and you can see <laughs> it in the background of every shot looking at her
1: <laughs> Look, it's studying her with like questioning eyes yeah seeing what she's what what she's gonna do <laughs> you know, trying to figure mm. her, her out. Like, like um, she thinks she's outsmarted
0: it by going into this cantina, but no, it's all part of the space horses but, game.
1: Yeah, but no, because at least three of the people in this cantina have horse heads. One yeah. has a horse fly head. Um, like, yeah. there's all sorts in there. Mm. Uh, it takes there's, all sorts to go in there. So a the horse is more than well.
0: There's there's Greedo. There's
2: Satan. Uh, <laughs> a
1: couple yeah, of things there's one yeah. horse
2: there's one horse whose face goes like forwards and then up, but there's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> there's four so... horses playing
0: music that's like doo do do doo doo do doo do doo do do doo do do I can't do it. I can't I can't not sing that song
2: <laughs> from Star Wars. <laughs> um, so,
1: right,
2: and then right. she meets she meets a smuggler who's like, What well, my ship's really good. It's the ship that outran the space horse <laughs> <laughs> and yes. the space horse in the background the space horse goes huh. And does a little gasp because the reason it's here is it, it's get it's getting really worn out and it just wants a spaceship. And it thinks <laughs> that she's gonna find passage. So so now it's like, oh that sounds good. Faster than the space horse. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Alright. So yeah. like um
1: So I think I think we need in this um for her character arc to work Yes, I'm going there. Um, <laughs> she important. has to, to, in in order for this to work, like I wanted to work, like in the Page Master, she has to um, take responsibility um, of her actions. And we, hang on, have we been doing the Page Master? No, no. Uh, I, but that's where I get all my all my morality and the and the blueprint for a character arc from. So, uh, okay, uh, got it, got yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Uh, if it's going to work like that, she needs to learn to take responsibility for her actions as well as work to make things better for people rather than just sort of avoiding the problem.
2: I mean, I'll try and join in with this, but my main prevailing memory of the Pagemaster is limited to the Mega Drive game, which had only four levels, but it was all right because the first one was so hard, it was impossible <laughs> you to never complete. You
1: never got past it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's true. No, uh, in the page... It doesn't matter, really, but I, I'll explain to you now. In the Page Master, he starts very scared of everything and unable to participate and stuff. And then, because he's scared of bullies, he um, he, he rides into the... like He library. rides to hide from a storm that he's also scared of uh, to get into the library. And then, because he does a whole adventure in the... Um, in the library then he comes out and he's not scared to do the jump on the bike anymore and stuff yeah, like,
2: like never ending story but nothing like as good a yes. friend of the, well, friend well, of the show
0: uh, right. Paul Anthony was talking to me about the page master the other day and he said oh it's, it's like that film you keep mentioning you know the one where books are characters and I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, and then I was like Was this a film we pitched or a film we were talking about? And he was like it's something like the something master. I was like, Oh right, yeah, no, it it was the page master. Yeah, (laughs) no, I I get you now. The 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 film where books are characters, I was like, That doesn't sound like a film that exists.
2: And Captain Picard's like I'm Captain Picard. Make it so. then <laughs>
1: And then, <laughs> and then uh, Leonard Des is like, I'm scary. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is like, I was also in Star Trek. <laughs>
2: yeah. It really thought through how big of a Star Trek reunion it was. Yeah. Or just, well, not even reunion in those days. Uh, <laughs> they were still on the show. It was just on, Yeah.
1: Yeah so anyway um we need her to i think take control of of the situation so there's going to be something on this planet or on the next planet or whatever that is um bad that she's got to sort of stop right okay like she's about to get this pilot to take her back home in this Mm. outrunning this, this 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 space horse outrunning uh juggernaut of a ship
2: yeah and the thing when? is, if you I was just thinking, like, well, what shape could it be? Like, what, what's something that can outrun a horse? And I was thinking, well, just a car. It's just a race car. Um... <laughs> I honestly
0: and, thought you were uh... about to say a space
2: camel. That's... <laughs> can camels outrun horses? I don't know. I On the sand, they can. I don't actually know if a car can outrun it. I don't know how fast a horse runs. I'm pretty sure a car can outrun a horse. Me too. I was. It depends on the car. (laughs) 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 Yeah,
0: yeah. If you put a big enough engine in a car, it can run outrun a horse. Yeah. Probably. I hate to make I it you, to you, if, Dave. If you put,
2: if you no, put a
1: big I, enough I, horse... I think
2: so. I'm the one who said it was a car. I think cars can outrun horses. I'm just thinking that someone's going to write in and go, uh, actually, car, uh, horses are really fast.
1: <laughs> listen, listen. if you can scale up the engine in a car, I can scale up the horse. So, How much horsepower can uh... you
2: do with a car?
1: I'm <laughs> if you get to increase... The, the engine's size by horsepower, I get to increase the size of the horse by a commensurate amount. Well,
2: yeah, but that's the thing. We've already done that. This is a space horse made yeah. of universe with a mane of white flickering fire. Like, we're going to have to have a pretty pretty good car, but it could be in the
0: shape <laughs> of a car.
2: So anyway. So um, it's,
0: it's a Ford Escort.
1: It's <laughs> surely a Mustang.
0: No, no,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that's
0: better for theming purposes. Yeah.
1: All right. Right. So, just as they're about to like strike a deal and get on on board this big car.
2: Oh no! I just thought. Oh no! If we if we found a a smuggler <laughs> who's who's got a big car that can go in space, well, that's yeah. Elon Musk, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: He's got someone uh, dead in his boot. And he's played That's... by the same he's played by the same actor as uh, Anne Hathaway's boss. Yes, but, like, Elon, Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. With a big mustache. Elon Musk. Yes. But with a big mustache and like uh I don't know, he's he's wearing like a one of those aviator's hats with the goggles and stuff from World War 1 uh and sort of I've got a
0: I've got a great ending to this guy, so
2: uh right. Oh, God, here we go. I'm glad yep. somebody has.
0: now now you've mentioned now you've mentioned that the uh, the smuggler's played by the same guy who plays her boss I know where I'm going with this and it doesn't matter what you do (laughs)
1: yeah because it's gonna have been a dream all along so um maybe maybe (laughs) so I like just before they get on the ship suddenly there's an alien force right Mm. and uh, they, it, it comes and it starts abducting all the people in sorry, this cantina. Sorry,
2: Matt. Did you say there's an alien force, or did you say there's an alien horse?
1: That was already there. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> this alien force starts abducting all, everyone in the cantina, or all, all the people in the town, including the space horse. And the smuggler says I've seen a lot of
2: crazy stuff in this galaxy But nothing that would make me believe There's some all-powerful horse controlling everything
0: (laughs) 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 Well You don't believe in the horse, do you? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> right, sorry, Matt. Carry on. <laughs> I was, I was, that was, that was my, that was my idea. That's it. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. So,
2: so, the end, I, so, the ending then is, so <laughs> is someone? <laughs> the ending is Sean Connery's voice saying, "Use the
1: horse." <laughs> and she has to use the horse. Yeah, so, they. I don't know what. She. They've They've already paid. She's got one credit chip to pay Elon Musk with, right? And hmm. Elon Musk's like. I can either get you home uh, and take you out of this place, or I can, I can uh, you know, and she's like, no, don't take me there. Take me onto the mothership of, the, uh, of the, these, this alien force who are like these gloopy, goopy monsters made of glue. <laughs> <laughs> and he's it's like, I don't think I should do that. Stick. That's a bad idea. <laughs> we shouldn't go in there.
2: <laughs> They're called the YooHoo.
0: <laughs> that's a it's a great brand of glue. <laughs> Do <you>
1: remember those <laughs> you, the sticks yeah, yeah, all yeah, that, the oh, fuzzy ball in the end that you would? Yeah, yeah they were they were lovely. They're called the U-Hoo and he's like, yeah. "Yeah, we shouldn't go, we shouldn't go on board the U-Hoo mothership We need to, <laughs> uh, we need to get, we'll we need get to get stuck. away from here." <laughs> and uh, and and Sean Connery's still there because you know the the saddle didn't go with him. Uh, and he's like. Uh, no, we have to we have to save save the the space horse, or the whole universe will explode, or whatever something bad. Um, and then that's, half, that's actually the line.
0: And um, halfway goes to save the space horse,
2: right? That's yeah, yeah, actually the line. And the aliens are actually called the Gloopy Goopy Space Monsters. They <laughs>
1: call the Gloopy Goopy Space Monsters brackets oohu. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So um, Anne Halfway goes back to uh, to save the to horse, shoot. of course. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the
1: and, uh, the
2: Elon Musk character. Sorry, I've uh, lost track
1: at this point. What's the problem with the horse? The the, the horse has been abducted by the Uhu, the aliens. Good yeah. luck.
2: I mean, I feel as if it's more powerful than any alien could ever possibly
1: be. It can, it can hey. just run through a planet and devastate. <laughs> like but the what whole, was in, whole planet can explode. But what was in that? What was in that drink that it had earlier, Dave? That's right. Horse tranquilizers. Oh, oh man. man! It's it tranquilizers specifically tailored to horses. There's no yeah. way around that.
0: All kinds no. of horses: regular <laughs> horses, kind of horses, normal space, space, space horses. Yeah,
1: it's it's basically the, the edge of being identified as a horse will make you susceptible. Clothes to these.
2: horses, gym horses. It'll tranquilize <laughs> them all. So Anne Hathaway has
0: to fight her mm. way through the glue. Yeah, to get to the space horse and save yes. it with the help of Sean Connery. Because uh, yes. Elon Musk has just ejected her out of the airlock mm. at this point.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She's about to save it, right? But then the glue mm. comes down, right? All this goopy, gloopy stuff, like, splush towards yeah. her, right? And then Sean Connery says, You go! I'll, I'll stay here! And, and he opens his saddlebags, the things he uses to see, and also his mm. mouth bit. And the glue rushes in and he swallows it all, but he can't speak and see anymore. He becomes like a normal saddle. He's all gummed up.
0: Oh, no. And then she gets gets back to Earth on the space horse. Yeah,
1: last minute, she grabs onto the saddle, grabs onto the space horse and zoom, uh, fires off through another planet. Don't worry about it. And then
2: um, back she's to at a... this point, it's so cool that she's deliberately steering through in half <laughs> planet.
1: Well, oh, yeah. really? it, it was the, it, it well was the planet of the who don't worry. It was the planet yeah, of, the, yeah. of the glue people. How do you get
2: through that? You just get oh, halfway just... through and slow down and get all stuck.
0: There's Momentum. no horses on it. There's Momentum. no horses on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they killed all the horses.
1: Impervious. That's it. Yeah. yeah, any planet, it doesn't stop because there's any planet that doesn't have horses left yeah, it doesn't yeah. stop for yeah. it. That's, 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 that's established law, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I should have been paying more attention, really.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, she gets back and and she she like hits hits Earth like a crater, wakes up in this ravine next to a saddle. Yeah, like this, just completely immobile. You know, this saddle that looks like the one that that Sean Connery was voicing. Mm. Space horse is nowhere to be seen. She gets up, climbs back to the top of this, um, uh, climbs back to the top of this uh, kind of ravine where that she's fallen down. There's her boss, Tom. I don't know if, w- at what point you want to jump in with your ending, but well, no, um, like she wakes up in the ravine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Because it was yeah. all a dream.
1: Well, because she she's like grabs goes to the top of this ravine, and there's a boss, and he's. He's like, "Oh my God, what happened to you? You're all cut up, your legs broken, all this sort of stuff." And she's like, "You know what? You can screw your, uh, you can screw your promotion. I'm suing the company for all it's got because these fences aren't up to code, and I've just fallen <laughs> down a fucking ravine. <laughs> I'm going like- to get your company shut down, and no more horses will be killed."
0: Yeah, and then she walks into a stable to sort of like calm down and sit, have a sit down and just sort of collect herself. And there's this saddle in the corner of the room that goes, "Hello there," and then cut to black.
1: That credits was mighty rolled. brave of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, cut, cut to, to cut black. Credits. credits roll. Yeah. What 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 songs over the credits?
0: Uh, Wild horses by the Rolling Stones.
1: Yep, yeah, and goodbye horses as well. After that. Yep. Yeah. And,
0: and that's uh, the end of the film. <laughs> yep, that's uh, get me off this space horse.
1: I'd watch it if, if just for the the 3D experience of smashing through a planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's in 3D. It's in, yeah, oh yeah. You're wearing those glasses. Just just looking into the in, into the space horse is good enough experience. Uh, <laughs> yeah. in I mean there has
2: got to be. There's got to be some value to sitting through this, so why not 3D? <laughs> doesn't
1: sound like you really enjoyed the, uh, the, <laughs> the story. Our carefully crafted story, Dave. What? It, I've enjoyed
2: this, but as a film, I feel like it would be flimsy. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, it, it, it needs a second pass. I'll admit that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Damon Lindelof. He'll uh, writer of Lost and Prometheus. Yeah. He, he'll know what to do with a yeah, film. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, Damon, Damon's never done a second pass in his life.
0: <laughs> I know. It's neat. That's what he needs to start doing. <laughs> I told him the other day, I said, Damon, <laughs> Damon, you know that? You know, the scripts you've been writing. Yeah, yeah, He was like, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I said, Yo, you know how you've never done a second draft? And he was like... Well, I don't think I need to. I think they're they're already perfect. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I've been I've been watching some YouTube videos, uh, Damon, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, quite a lot of people are saying bad things about the films and and TV shows you're writing. He was like, what? <laughs> what? I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, and he was like, what's YouTube? And I was like, well, you're gonna have to find out one of these days, Damon, because. It's it's a big world out there.
1: Just just Google. And then, and then he was just anything. like, get
0: lost. And then I said, I already have on DVD. It's not <laughs> that good. And I was sorely disappointed. Yes. And that that was my interaction with Dame Damo, I like to call him. Damo Lindelof. Uh writer.
1: Producer, actually. Dame N. Lindelof.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's, yep. that's my story that's my story my forays into Hollywood more or, more of them next week
2: <laughs> when's Boss Baby <laughs> 3 coming Hollywood out Hollywood stories
0: when is Boss Baby 3 coming out well yeah. uh, we've got to write Boss Baby 2 uh, yeah I've, <laughs> I've I've gone I've gone to other writers other than Damon Lindelof for that one um, because I, I've got no faith in the man anymore to be honest <laughs> after he told me he didn't know what YouTube was <laughs>
1: All right. Um, so that was um, "Get Me Off This Space Horse." Yes. Thank you, Conor Bell, <laughs> for that title, and thank you I like to everyone who. Got a question who, mark
0: uh... on the end. Yeah, get me off this space horse. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who's given us titles on social media, and uh, thank you to everyone who's listened
1: today yes if you have enjoyed listening to it um then of course we would enjoy it very much if you would tell your friends about the podcast um just i mean uh, largely you could just describe the plot of any one of these and they'd go what are you talking about and probably be sometimes maybe about 50 percent of the time be curious enough to find out what the hell you're talking about wow 50 percent of the time you reckon well, like if you just know, if you just no, actually no You reckon I've described a hundred
2: people the story of Get Me Off This Space Horse, fifty <laughs> of those people would be like, I'm gonna find a podcast about that <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no I'm I'm I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful.
0: <laughs>
2: We're counting on it, Dave. It's,
1: it's worth to a To Give try, us isn't this. this. Hey, it might be the
2: case. Who knows? We've, we, we need we need to try. We haven't got the numbers in yet. So everybody, <laughs> go out there and, and just do that. Just p- pester people, it's strangers,
1: <laughs> friends, enemies
2: by telling and them. And
1: everyone do it with this one film. Just, just so, try and sneak this film into the collective subconscious, such that it's <laughs> kind of Mandela and, yeah, effect. Try and, and the... subtly
2: steer the conversation in the direction <laughs> of explaining. Get me if enough
1: people talk about the plot of this 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 story, this film, then yeah. people might believe that it was ever made, and then Am someone's gonna... all got someone's got to do is like search it. Someone puts it on yeah. on, on Wikipedia, and then it becomes a Mandela effect. Yeah, Mm. it might
2: get it. Yeah, it might go viral, and it might eventually get made. At which point, I mean, Dave Benson Phillips will be happy. Wait, was he? Mm. No, he wasn't in this one. (laughs) We'll put him
1: in. We'll put him in. He's playing Elon Musk. Yes. (laughs) So, um, uh, yeah, you should do that. You should tell your friends. You should also um, uh, go over to all of our social medias and do the likes and subscribes and all the things that you normally would. It's really easy to find us. It's uh, lives of pitch podcast, most places and lives of pitch show on Twitter because reasons. And uh, finally, if you really enjoyed yourself, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash lives pitch podcast and give us a little little little, 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 and give us a little bit of money each and every month in order to make the podcast better and to continue to make great things like, get me off this space horse. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, please oh, do wait, that. Are
2: going to actually make that? Are we going to crowdfund the film? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely.
1: Absolutely, It was huh? good enough. Definitely definitely good enough. What are you talking about, as Dave? As if, shut up.
2: I feel <laughs> just, we are going to need to crowdsource very much money for like most of it, but the CG effect of a horse blasting through and exploding <laughs> a planet, that's, yeah. that's going to need to be pretty expensive. That, that's mm. going to be like... You know, like the Last Jedi run. That's going to have to be pretty good.
1: Like, the, the, I mean, yeah, and that's the thing, is that the, the majority of it can be, can kind of look a bit like a, you know, just a, a Western, you know, with those those facades, those prop-up buildings yeah. and stuff. Mm. Don't worry about it. Nothing really happens. I, mean, I, can,
0: I can make a white blur on, yeah. on Photoshop or whatever. So we just get... The, no, actually, no, we don't even need to do that. We just get... Right, you know you know that Death Star blowing up Alderaan in uh, Star in Wars film. A New Hope? Yeah, yeah. We just get the footage of that happening, but without the build-up of the Death Star blowing it up. Yeah. So it's essentially just a laser hitting a planet well, and, and then exploding. Get, like,
2: also, what you could do is you could get um, Black Beauty, couldn't you? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Photoshop the horse out frame by frame put mm. just put put some dots on to be stars on the horse yeah. white yeah. mane and then the the horse just runs from one end of the screen to the other and then death star explosion <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's what happens yeah yeah anyway um thank you to the people who um who, who have made that possible have given us the budget to make that movie um <laughs> photoshopping black beauty out of black beauty and then exploring the death star i don't um, know
2: man photoshop's quite expensive these days it Yesterday's is drive. very
1: expensive actually um but yes we've got mihir trevedi my waste of talent you know, I feel like I need some jaunty jazz music or something over this. You know, some royalty-free joint, jaunty jazz music. Oh, I'll, I'll see what I can find. <laughs> Mehia Trevedi, my waste of talent. Don't let the kids in the front room, Brenda. They'll break the good husks. Brandon, Spanky Mills. Ross Originals. Stephen D. Thomas. Sam McKillman. Those bloody snowflakes are asses again with their vegan bisque husks. Brenda, <laughs> I'm drawing the line here. What the piss is a cat food bisque husk? Brent Black... <laughs> Bisk, bisque, 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 husky, husky, bisques. Come on, Andrew, join in. Joseph Hegarty, strike comedy or how I learned to stop worrying and love improv. These new Valium bisque husks really helped take the pain away. Tar and you've been nursing that husk for hours and we need the table, Pete. Um, so those were our, our very kind patrons uh thank you all for for joining in and ha- making this all possible and uh as always thank you
2: dave for coming on <laughs> that's all right where can uh, people anything... find you on the internet dave yeah well um if you like uh, are, are, are you allowed to plug other podcasts on podcasts yes of yeah, course why? you are <laughs> If you like podcasts, and if you've got this far, then I, I think you've got a proven track record of being able to put up with podcasts. <laughs> then <laughs> then you might want to listen to me and my friend Jahan blither on at length about Disney films. Good ones? Not really. No, the weird ones—the ones they're doing at the moment, where they just keep making their old films, but again and weird—and um, that's called Serious Disney. And you'll find it by just typing Serious Disney into something. It's D I S N E S S. I think I can't remember how I spelled. It. That is how it is
1: spelled.
2: Serious Disney. And I'm about to launch a new podcast, but I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet because it's a secret. But is it a secret
1: beyond Wednesday? Yes, it's okay. going to be a secret for quite
2: a while until uh, okay. I can finally edit the thing because it's quite a, <laughs> quite a handful. But uh, I'm going to be doing it with uh, recent viral YouTube transformerman Chris McFeely, and uh, oh, nice. we're going to be having a nice time. And you'll fi- if you want if you want to find out when that is launched, you can just go on my Twitter, which is at DemonTomatoDave one word, and I- and that's where I'll tell you everything. And also spend all day whinging, <laughs> like
0: we all do on Twitter. Yeah. Mm. So uh, thank you again Dave for coming on As always we've finished with the Yes Very Clever Award This is the award we give out to people who've given us titles That are based around existing titles But just uh, to change it up a little bit Change it up a little bit So from David Curry we've got How to drain your flagon Hey that's not (laughs) bad at all That's That's a pretty uh, That's a very clever one So I've been Tom McGrath I've been Matt Turner I've been Dave Bullman Remember who pitched it?